0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Uh, actually was able to lead um, a 30-year-old to the Lord um, After having a um, time with prayer with the family was able to lift um, a curse off the family through prayer But you know, hallelujah, one person, even just one person who comes to know the Lord. Um, The Bible says that there is rejoicing in heaven when one person comes to him. He said that he is not willing that any should perish, so that all should come to repentance. You know, Jesus said if he had 100 sheep and was just missing one, he would leave the 99 and go look for the one. And of such value are the Lord's children to him. Father God, tonight, Lord, we give you glory and honor, for it is all due to you. It's all due to your name, Father. Everything is because of you, Lord. We give you praise, Father. We worship you in spirit and in truth, Father. Your word says that your spirit and those that worship you must worship you in spirit and truth, Lord. So, Father, we come boldly to your throne of grace, in which you said we're accepted in this time of need, Lord. Father, we come humbly before you, Lord, as your children, Father. Delighting in your presence, Father, for your word declares that you are our exceeding great reward, Lord. Father, your word declares that if we know that you hear us, we know we have the petitions which we ask of you, Father. Lord, And we know that your scripture says that you know all things before we ask. Father, so we come in agreement tonight upon your word, Lord. We come in agreement tonight, Lord, standing upon the word of truth, Father. The words which you have already put down in the gospel, Lord, of our salvation, Father. Lord, we come in agreement with you tonight, standing with you, Father. Believing your words to be true, Lord. Believing your promises to be yes and amen, Father so we're gonna start it off with a um just a few prayer requests that i um scratched down before the broadcast start um and you know chris and may join us later on i'm not sure um but let's start it off um we have an email from helen who lives in the northern united states and father god it was a long email um of multiple um, individual prayer requests, Lord I mean, you read the email too, Father And even without reading it, Lord You know where she's at You know her situation You know her family life You know her financial situation, Lord Behold, there is nothing that happens But you know it all together, Father You know the thoughts and the plans that you have for her, Lord So, Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father Lord, we ask that you would establish her, Father, that you would strengthen her with might by your spirit in her inner man, Lord, that you would dwell in her heart through faith, Father, that she would be rooted and grounded in your love, Lord, that you would give her a spirit of discernment, Father. Lord, give her a spirit of discernment, Father, a spirit of knowledge, Lord to know what to do in season in and out, Father, to know your will, Lord. Open her ears to be able to hear your still, small voice, Father, not the loud, crashing voice that we sometimes look for, Lord. Father, will we ask for that still, small voice to direct her and lead her, Holy Spirit. Lead her, Father. Soften our spirit, Father, so she can hear from you, Lord In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth We rebuke every spirit of deception We rebuke every spirit of confusion off of her In the name of Jesus Christ We command that you leave our life right now in the name of Jesus Right now in the name of Jesus We command you to leave in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Father, we ask for clarity, Lord We ask for clarity in her life Clarity, Father Father, we know that the places that you lead, Father, and the places that you guide, you will also provide and your provision will be there, Father. So, Lord, in your name, Father, we ask that your will would be done in her life, Lord. Father, show her that she's the head and not the tail. Father, show her that she is seated with you in heavenly places, Father. Show her that she is more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus, Lord. Father, show us that the things of this world are passing away, Lord, but those who wait upon you, Father, those who rest in you, Lord. Father, we are the ones who are abiding forever in your presence, Lord, trusting in you, Father, waiting upon you, Lord. Something funny about that, uh, waiting upon the Lord. It seems like through much waiting, we've Often find ourselves way too busy In what we would label waiting You know um, There's a story in the New Testament With Mary and Martha And Mary is at the feet of Jesus And Martha is up Serving and Trying to serve the Lord And both of them equally in their presence Of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords Both of them in his presence One of them is up working And one of them is Just sitting at his feet And you know there's a time and a place And there's always going to be a time and a place to work There's always going to be a time and a place to serve Because the very nature of someone filled with the Spirit of God The very nature of a child of God Is to be Christ-like To be like Christ And he said himself that he did not come to be served, but to serve. He said, if any of you want to be the greatest, you have to become the least. Um, Never sit sit yourself at the head of the table, but always at the bottom. And our very lives are ones of becoming servants and serving others. Because we are one body, individual members of a body. And the the head is Christ Jesus, we're his bride. And, you know, it's a whole body. Um, and, unfortunately, we will get up there. And there will be many people that we know that won't know him. But, you know, Martha is serving, and she gets upset at Mary. And she goes and talks to the Lord about it and is like, Lord, it, have her come help me. I'm trying to do all this on my own, and she's not helping. And Jesus looks at her, and he's like, you know, she's doing that good part. And, you know, sometimes when you're resting upon the Lord, when you're waiting for answers, even if you don't necessarily know what it is you're waiting for, sometimes you need to put down the role of, of, of serving and just wait upon the Lord. When you don't know what's going on, When you don't know what the answer is Wait upon him Let his hand move You know there was a um, battle In the Old Testament The children of Israel were standing upon a mountain And the Lord had promised to deliver them And the armies of the enemy Were coming toward them And you know I can assume a great many Of the children of Israel Were either wanting to advance Or to run away in fear But the Lord was like no Stand there, trust in me, lift your praises and watch and see what I'm going to do in your life. And the Lord delivered them from the enemy without them having to lift a finger except to worship him. And, you know, sometimes in our lives when um, there's countless many things going on and we're we seem powerless to do anything of our own, even though we want to, We just need to trust in the Lord, that he's able and willing to do everything that he promised. You know, the Bible says that he is able to do it exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think. So, um, where were we tonight? Um, okay, next prayer request. Um, um, Sometime this last year, um, a good friend of mine and Chris is um, passed on to be with the Lord. And his and he had a, he ran a radio um, ministry um, called um, Daily Live Worship. Um, probably some of the most anointed music, um, anointed worship music I've ever heard in my life. Um, if you go to the website, which is dailyliveworship.com dot com. Um, You can hear the live broadcast And His worship was Pure and holy Um, Not because he was Something necessarily special of himself Even though he was But it was because he knew his place in the Lord And he had this relationship With the Lord where he sung his heart out to the Lord Not to the people who were listening But through his worship to the Lord There was an anointing in the presence of the Father This Would come And you could feel it Even listening to his music On the radio or on the internet And you know his wife has Taken up the ministry And um, But you know she needs Her and her daughters And luckily um, Their father and maker Is the Lord God And he has a plan for them He has a plan even now For their lives Father we know you have a plan for their lives, Lord. So, in your name, Father, I am. we are asking and praying, Father, believing, Lord, that you would open up the windows of heaven, Father, that you would cause a blessing to come down upon this family to the eclipse, Lord. Father, spiritual blessing, financial blessing, Father, blessings in their health, Father. Lord, that they would prosper as their souls prosper, trust in you, Father. Lord, from the north, from the south, from the east, and from the west, Lord, Father, we ask for favor and provisions to flow into their lives, Lord, in your name, Father. Father, that the ministry that was started by Brian, Father, Lord, that you would quicken that ministry, Father. Father, as whatever is in your will for them, Lord, that you would increase it, Lord, multiply it, Father. Let the impact be seen, not only in this nation, but across the world, Father. And we know that daily life worship has gone out to places all over, nations all over the faces, the face of this earth, Lord. Father, sweet play for multiplication, Father, and a greater anointing, Father, a greater mantle of intercession and worship and anointing and teaching, Father, upon Kathy, Father, as she leads this broadcast, Lord. Father, take her into the heavenly places. Father, take her into your throne room, Father. Give her visitations, Father, with you, Lord. Give her times of intimacy with you, Father, and let her see a glimpse of this world, a glimpse of your plans for her life, Lord, through your eyes, Father, thank you, Jesus father, um for Chris and Tracy, who um um co founders of this um tiny radio broadcast we have lord um Who I can attest Um, I've known for a majority of my life And um, Have rarely met men With such character To the Lord Um, Chris has an amazing testimony And um, But has spent his life In the pursuit of the Lord Constantly, fervently Seeking after him And, you know, like anybody, he's had um, good times, he's had bad times, times when he thought he was far from the Lord and times when he knew he was close. Um, But, you know, um, Chris and Tracy have always trusted in the Lord, um, even when... um, they had a great many provisions and they had almost none. Always trusting for the manna that comes from for that day, you know. Um, something about manna, the Lord always told the children of Israel when he sent manna, just collect what you need for the day and trust me. Um, and tomorrow, come out and trust me again. And the next day, and the next day, and the next day, you need to learn that your life is not based on the abundance of things which you possess is what the Lord Jesus said. One's life is not is not about the things that you have. It's not about your position or your power or your possessions. It's about your relationship with the Lord. It's about your ability to trust Him in the good situations and the bad situations. Paul said, I know how to be a base and I know how to abound. Being content in all things um and so, but chris and tracy honestly um they trust the Lord always um but financially sometimes it, it's pretty hard um Chris does computer work and um does contracting work, and Tracy at times will clean houses i mean Chris will do any job he can find sometimes to help feed his family and um the last short- the years last year's been really um tough on them um, but still constantly devoted to the Lord and you know one thing I can say about Chris and Tracy is they were called to the ministry there was a mantle of authority a mantle of prophetic intercession a mantle for prayer that was placed on their lives by the Lord Um, the ability to go and seek the Lord with boldness to proclaim the words of God in boldness to speak out and pray for the nations and for healing and deliverance, and they have this anointing on this life, their life this mantle that the Father has put on their life, and the end goal for them is always the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you know, sometimes um day after day, night after night, they're in churches, they're in people's house praying for people, they're in the hospitals. Praying for people, and um, it's it's really amazing and the dedication they have to the Lord. Um, sometimes it's it's almost impossible to figure out where they're going to be at because every night they're somewhere different. Even this last year, they had um, multiples with relatives who went on to be with the Lord, and they would constantly could be found in the hospitals. Um, but I remember Chris telling me. Um I hope he isn't get terribly offended That I say this But he was telling me um, how little money they had To survive for the next couple months um, But they're trusting in the Lord Like they always do And so Father God
0: <clears throat> oh,
1: Father Abundance Lord Father Your word says so and you shall read. And they have sown and, sown and sown and sown and sown and sown and sown. Constantly going forth, bearing seed, Lord. So, Father, we're asking and calling in, Lord, the rain from heaven, Father, to water the dry grounds, Lord. Father, for abundance in their lives, Lord. For an increase in their life, Father. Lord, and I know. And believe, Father, that you have definitely called them into ministry, Father, and you're moving them into the direction, Lord, of full-time ministry, Father, which is what they desire, Lord, which is what you have placed in their heart is to serve you every minute and every breath that they have, Lord. So, Father, Lord, that you would make a way, Father. You would give Chris and Tracy clear direction, Father, clear insight. Into what you have for them, Father. You said a man will play in his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. And you said the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord, Father. So, Father, in your name, Lord, we thank you so much, Father, for this amazing man and woman, Father. Lord, who love you with all their heart, Father, and they seek you with all their heart, Father. And every minute of their life is spent on you, Father. So, Father, for every bill, Lord, we ask for it to be paid right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Every financial lack, Father, be completely fulfilled right now in your name, Lord, Father. That you would cause the provision to come, Father. Cause the provision to come into their life for them to have a season of abundance, Father. In your name, Jesus, Lord. Father, on top of that, Lord. Father, fire. Fire. On Chris and Tracy, Lord The anointing which you have placed on them, Father Increase it, Father Lord, increase it, Father Take them to the next level of their walk with you, Father Take them to the next level of their walk with you, Father Exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can ask or think According to the power that works in his Father Through your Holy Spirit, Lord You know, um Chris and me had, um recently talked um about um online churches and starting our on starting a church and um i'm not really quite so sure how that works or anything and you know we do these broadcasts and we never know any particular night who's listening um sometimes we go back and look um at the reporting to see and A lot of times there's more people in the archives Listening later on than when we're doing these shows Um, But, you know, it it doesn't matter Because it's all about the one It's always about the one um, That one person who's listening The one person who has a specific need And one specific thing they're needing And that they're waiting um, for the Lord for One specific answer, one word that could change their life, and they just happen to tune in to or get on the Internet one particular night and just happen to get the blog talk radio one particular night and browsing through, and they may happen to see one archive and listen to an archive broadcast, and there could be one word that said in an hour or two-hour broadcast that could change their life, not because we are great preachers um, or anything like that, but just because of the Holy Spirit taking that one word and using it to transform their lives Because you know the word of God says He said the words that come from my my mouth Will not return to me void But they will accomplish that for which I sent them The words that come from his mouth Will not return to him void For the words of God The words which he sent forth Are more powerful Than you can imagine You know um, Chris showed me this video um, We also um on um this website called blogger.com, dot com we have daily devotionals which um we honestly haven't been as faithful in as we should. Um we try to we used to try to do them every day and now it seems like it's whenever we get to. And Chris posted one the other day um in this video, um this girl um was trying to um scientifically prove the power of the spoken word. Um, Which we know to be true because of the Bible Um, And even, you know, it's funny though Because science in general Sooner or later will always catch up to the Bible Someone told me once that um, science and the Bible go hand in hand And the problem is that science just isn't old enough To catch up with the Bible yet But sooner or later science will come along And find some amazing revelation of truth That will have been written in the Bible since before time began and um so this girl takes two can two takes two jars um and fills them with rice and this is on the on the blogger website and um she labels she puts on one of them she puts just a sticker and on it she put thank you," and on the other one she put um what was it um you fool and so these two different jars of rice and she sits them like a few feet apart and every day. For 30 days, she goes to the first jar, that which is labeled, thank you, and she keeps praises upon it and blessings upon it. And she goes to the next jar of rice, and um, she condemns it and speaks negative comments and negative remarks to it. And 30 days, every day for these two jars of rice, which you see in the first video where she actually is making these jars of rice and all the rice comes from the same big bowl. She just scoops it in two different containers containers and labels it, and so 30 days later, there's this another little video and you see her looking at these jars and one of these jars, the jar that says thank you is vibrant and it's white. It looks like it's just ready to like pour out and put it in your pot and eat it. And the other one is, looks like it's just disgusting and filled with maggots and it's gross. And nasty And these two jars have been sitting side by side On top of this counter Or fireplace in our house And the only thing that has changed Between these two jars is the words that were spoken over them Now what about you? What about your life? What about your family? What words Have you been speaking over yourself? The Bible says there is death and life And the power of the tongue It says whatever a man believes this in his heart, so is he. Or what a man thinks is in his heart, so is he. Jesus said, it's not what goes inside of you, it's what comes out of you that condemns you. Or that corrupts you and defiles you. It's the words that come out of you. The Bible says, out of a man's heart. So the, the issues, the wellsprings, I mean... Out of your heart proceeds the things about you If you want to tell what's inside a person You listen to what comes out of their mouth There's a stark difference between um, The words of God and the words of man The words of man are used to With doubt and fear and Pride and deceit and, and whatever And the words of God are always Yes and amen the words of God are always life and light And, you know, we can get to this place where we have to choose You know, um, Elijah stood on the mountain in front of the prophets of Baal And he said, choose for yourself this state whom you will serve If you want to serve the false god, the Baal And, you know what, go ahead, serve him. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And you have to make a decision what you're going to do with your life, how you're going to live your life in the time you have left here on this earth. What words are you going to allow to come forth from your life? Are you going to use them to bless or curse those people around you? You know, James said it says in the book of James, out of the same mouth comes blessing and cursing, and it shouldn't be. There's death in the life and the power of the tongue. And if you're not aware of which ones and which words are coming out of your mouth, you need to stop before you say another word and find out. Because you can be placing curses on your own life without realizing it out of ignorance because you're not understanding the the power of the words that come out of your mouth. You know, it says in the beginning that, God took man, and formed him from the dust of the ground and breathed into him the breath of life, and with that same breath that we get from God, we have the ability to change the very course of the world around us just through our words you know jesus we um jesus said the the same things that I did, the same things you will do, but you will do a greater. He called us ambassadors. That means when you go to a nation or you go to a people, you stand not with the authority that comes from who you are, but you stand with the authority from the person who sent you. You have authority from who it is who sent you, and you become the representative, which means you are the image of that person who sent you, and speak with the same authority and the same power as if that person was standing right there. And when you go into this world and you're speaking into this world, you are speaking with all the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ into a situation. And you have that power and you have that ability because it's the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead that dwells in you. and you know we we have messages that we tend to preach um if you can call it preaching almost every night um and you know it never changes and it's probably never going to change because it's important and it's i'm it's so important to understand the reality of what's going on here You know, we could give you fluffy messages um, that make you feel good. And, you know, sometimes you're going to feel good and sometimes you're going to feel great. And there's words of God and you're going to stand up and be amen and hallelujah and that's awesome. And, you know, sometimes it's not that time. There's seasons and times and places for everything. And sometimes it's times to evaluate your life. And I'm no, absolutely no exception the role, I have a family and four children and, you know, trying to police the words in um our house is sometimes a never ending task. Trying to police the words that come off of a television screen into a kid's life. As innocent as it may seem you know, when I was first Coming up in the Lord, I'm um, growing in the Lord. They used to always talk about how you're a well of life, and there is a song we sing in church. Said, I have a river of life flowing out of me, makes the lame to walk, and the blind to see, opens prison doors and sets the captives free. I have a river of life flowing out of me. Isaiah 61, it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prisons to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. And when you go into this world, you need to understand and you need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt who you are and where you stand. Which is you being seated in the heavenly places in Christ. Which is the Bible stating that you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. That you are above and not below. You are the head and not the tail. That you are chosen and not forsaken. That you're not a foreigner. You're not a stranger. But you're a fellow citizen with the saints and the members of the household of God. An ambassador of Christ. As it says in the First John Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us That we should be called children of God But if you spend too much time looking at yourself And not at the scriptures Then you're going to see a distorted picture of who you are Because you see out of your flesh And you see a distorted view of pretty much everything Which is only partially true. But you know, the Word of God says in um, Corinthians, it says, We are beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We look on this scripture, and it's like looking at a mirror of the Lord Jesus Christ. We look at it, and it reflects the image of the Lord Jesus, who is the expressed image of the glory of God. The expressed countenance of the Father. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. If you have seen me, you've seen the Father So you look upon this word And it's like you're looking in a mirror And instead of looking back at yourself You're seeing the Son of the Living God The Lamb of God And then looking at Him It's not just looking at Him You're seeing the Father God Almighty And then you look at what He says And then since we are children Who easily forget everything we're told Constantly forget everything we're told Which is unfortunately in our old man nature You know the Bible says, hallelujah It says that Jesus has perfected forever those who are being sanctified So while we're still being yet sanctified We're still presented as perfect to the Father And he still sees us as perfect, without spot or blemish. Because on the other side of the mirror, the Father sees the Lord Jesus Christ. No stain. No blemish. You know, sometimes I've um, constantly, actually, um, I'm always thinking about the day where I'll stand and take that step from this life to the next And the Bible says well, we'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ And you'll stand there Surrounded by an innumerable host of witnesses But it's not going to matter Because the, all your attention will be focused And unable to take your gaze away from him Who was slave from the foundation of the world And every knee will bow and proclaim that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And on that day, the accuser will come up and he'll say, he did this, she did this, he did this, she did this. And Jesus will say, no. It's covered under the blood. It's covered under the blood. They are covered under the blood. The same as when the Lord told the children of Israel on the Passover to take the blood and anoint the doorpost. So when the angel of death comes, he would pass over it because he could see no sin. He could see no fault. All he saw was the blood. And, you know, when the enemy comes in your life, all is just the blood. It's all about the blood And so when you stand up and you say Well I've done this and I've done this And I'm this and I'm, I've am i done this And I just two seconds ago I did this Jesus says no It's about the blood Your sin Was paid for on the cross of Calvary And is not more powerful Than the blood of the Lord Because he crucified sin in the flesh That he could present us As spotless children to the Father Without spot or blemish There's no more sacrifice that needs to be made on your behalf No more sacrifice needs to be made Because it was already made, it's already done Jesus said it is finished in your life Come boldly to the throne of grace In which we are accepted And he hears us you know, in the Old Testament, he said, my hand is not too short that I cannot save. But he said, your sins have separated you from God, and he he can't hear you because of your sins. But in the New Testament, in the covenant of new and better things, it says, behold, we know he hears us. And if we know he hears us, we know we have the petitions we ask of him. We know that he hears us. Jesus said, It's to your advantage that I go away, because if I don't, you know, Jesus could have stayed. Jesus could have stayed. But he didn't, because he said, I know the thoughts that I have for you. Thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. It is to your advantage that I go away. Because if I don't go, I can't send the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, who will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will take of what is mine and declare it unto you. Jesus said, "Everything, everything the Father has is mine. Therefore, I say, he will take of what is mine and declare it unto you. And then you start to see yourself, not as a filthy rag, but you see yourself in the light of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the light of the blood of God, the blood of the Lamb. And you start believing for a second that when Jesus said, I see no stain on you, my child, that is true. And then your whole life takes a new turn. Because then you're accepted. Then you can come boldly to Him. Anytime, day or night, you don't have to go to someone and get someone else to go in there for you. Because you know the Lord God is saying, come up here. You, my child, come up here. I want you in my presence. It's fine that all that the other people... Can come to my presence I want you in my presence child I want you up here with me I want to talk to you And for you to hear my voice And I can hear you And I want you to hear me Draw near to me And I will draw near to you He said in Jeremiah 33 Call upon me and I will answer you And show you great and mighty things You know not of You know Um just to give you an example of the difference. Exodus thirty three seventeen. If you want to um write any of these down, it says in Exodus thirty-three seventeen, so the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Second Chronicles 16 9, for the eyes of the Lord are run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And this you have done foolishly, therefore from now on you shall have wars. The eyes of the Lord are running to and fro, seeking in whom he can show himself strong. Psalms 34, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. Well you could say well how do I know I'm righteous Well because the Bible says you are Because Jesus says you are It says in Ephesians Read Ephesians chapter 2 and chapter 1 For by grace you are saved through faith And not of yourself That is a gift of God Not of works lest anyone should boast You are righteous Through the Lord Jesus He has become our righteousness And we are righteous through him Not because of what we've done But just because of him. It says in Psalms 100, Know the Lord. He is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. I love this. Psalms 139.14, which you may know. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book they are all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. Psalms 145, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your saints shall bless you. Proverbs 521, for the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and He ponders all His paths. Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you, and I ordained you, a prophet to the nations. You know, um, Isaiah 6, it says, In the year that King um, Isaiah died, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. And so I said, I heard the voice of the Lord saying whom shall I send and who will go for us and he said and I said here I am send me you know even today he's still in a way taking the coal putting it on your lips saying you're clean." You are clean. You are clean the minute Jesus was on that cross and died for your sins. Turn your eyes toward me. Paul said, forgetting the line and pressing forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the mark of the, of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I count all things as lost for the excellence of the knowledge of God. Putting behind the things which are in the past. It Says in the Bible, it says the righteous man will fall seven times and get back up. See yourself as the Lord sees you. Search the screen Now, in one place it says, "You see, you look, you look to the scriptures because in them you think you have life, but you're not willing to come to me." But it's these same scriptures that talk about me and. We need to look in the word of the Lord and through it see Jesus. And we need to come to him. See him who he see him as he is. And in return you'll see who you are. Find Him and you'll find yourself. Your life is hidden with God in Christ Jesus. This is Prayer International Radio. We're gonna take a quick break. Our call-in number, 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for anything, give us a call, and we'll be right back. 8458 um, For those of you who um, Can't make it to a phone And you still have a prayer request You can always email us at prayerinternational@gmail.com, at Or you can go to our website Which is Prayerinternational.org And you can um, put a prayer request there Or even here on, At Blog Talk Radio In our chat room You can post a prayer request So I guess there's two different ways I can do this, Holy Spirit. So um, I have two different um, sections of Scripture um, in mind, and I'm not sure which is the right one. So I may do both, and we'll just see what the Holy Spirit does. Um, Father God, for this last hour of the broadcast, Lord, God, I put it completely and totally in Your hands. Holy Spirit, be glorified, and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. Let every word that is spoken edify, exhort your children, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so first section and I saw this scripture, um, I'm not sure exactly where this is going. Um sometimes I never know, right now, so we'll see. And if, I'm, if it's a mistake, then I'll just say, hey, oops, sorry." we'll skip over that, but we'll see. Um, this is Ezekiel um, chapter 13, and it says, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy, and say to those who prophesy out of their own heart, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow. Their own spirit and have seen nothing O oh, Israel, your prophets are like foxes in the deserts. You have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall For the house of Israel to stand in battle On the day of the Lord They have envisioned futility and false divination Saying, thus says the Lord But the Lord has not sent them Yet they hope that the word may be confirmed Have you not seen a futile vision, and have you not spoken false divination? You say, The Lord says, but I have not spoken. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have spoken nonsense and envisioned lies, therefore I am indeed against you, says the Lord God. My hand will be against the prophets who envision futility and who who divine lies, and they shall not be in the assembly of my people, nor be written in the record of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter into the land of Israel, then you shall know that I am the Lord God Because indeed Because they have seduced my people Saying peace when there is no peace And one builds a wall And they plaster it with untempered mortar Say to those who plaster it with untempered mortar That it will fall There will be flooding rain And you, O great hailstone, shall fall And a stormy wind shall tear it down Surely when the wall has fallen Will it not be said to you Where is the mortar with which you plastered it? Therefore, thus says the Lord, I will cause a stormy wind to break forth in my fury, and there shall be a great flooding, there shall be a flooding rain in my anger, and great hailstones and fury to consume it. Sounds pretty bad. And it is. And for a couple different reasons, um, You know the part of that that struck me Was where it said You have not gone up into the gaps To build a wall for the house Of Israel to stand in battle On the day of the Lord You know the Bible says Bless those who bless Israel Bless those who bless Israel And I don't know how politically incorrect I could possibly be in one night Because I'll usually say something Whether it's about abortion or homosexuality or whatever sin it is I really don't care because I'm going to speak the truth in love Um, Always proclaiming the word of God And the truth of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ To all who will listen to all who will come to him believing him For the salvation of their souls But if you've not heard There's a trumpet sounding And yet it's already started And the end is Nigh As they would say in the old days And I'm not one of those gloom and doom um, The world is ending The sky is falling Um you have this many days left But I'll tell you It doesn't matter if you have one day left Or a thousand Israel is the blessed people The chosen people of the Lord And we As a body of believers in the Lord Need to stand in the gap for them Stand up in the gap For the nation of Israel and bless them And pray for their Protection For, t- for Pray for their peace and for their safety and pray for their security and pray for their eyes to be opened to see the true and living God. You know, um, God did not always want to give them a king. You've heard of King David. The Lord didn't want to always give them a king. He wanted to be their king. But out of the stubbornness of their heart, they demanded a king from the Lord, and he sent them kings. And their kings, while some were good, many fell from the Lord. And But the Lord had a plan to bring them one king whose throne would be from everlasting to everlasting. And through King David, he raised, and through his genealogy came the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the true king, awesome king. And I say awesome not as a father wow, awesome, even though he is, but I say awesome as in the splendor and majesty and royalty of the king of kings and the lord of lords. Clothed in glory and honor and splendor, and the times are coming when, and will come when, nations will be surrounding the nations of Israel, the nation of Israel, attacking her from every side. And you know she's been in constant turmoil for I don't, couldn't even tell you how long. And yet there are many there who still don't know the Lord. There are many who profess to know the Lord, but don't know Him. There are many who try to serve the Lord and wor- Lord and worship Him out of their own knowledge. Um, but the Lord is not willing that any should perish, that all should come to repentance. If you read um, Ephesians, and you read... Um, And some of the other ones um, Paul talks about how It's only through their disobedience And their refusal to Initially hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus When he came to them first That the Gentiles were Given salvation And the free gift of salvation But they will still be Grafted back in Jesus says in Ephesians It says in the Dispensation of the fullness of time is that I mean, he may gather both in one, one body. And that there's no difference. Jews are Greeks, slaves are free. For all one in Christ. We are all one in Christ Jesus, one body, many members. And it is a duty, I believe, for us to stand on in the gap on behalf of Israel, asking O oh Lord God. Father, that you would strengthen her, that you would open her eyes, Father. Remove the harlotry from her sight, Father. Lord, remove the spirit of stubbornness, Father. Remove the spirit of divination and wickedness from her sight, Lord. Father, that you would cause her to be jealous yet again for you, Father. You would cause her to run towards you, Lord. Father, cause her to seek your face, Father. To know in whom... She was She is Whom she has come from Lord for those people In the lands of Israel Father and Not just In Israel But scattered across The earth Father Lord that you would Open their eyes And reveal to them Their Savior The Lord Jesus Christ So um, That being said The second part of this um, Which of course I wasn't actually Thinking about until Just about now Um, (coughs) False prophets Uh, Oh, It's not really a topic I really like getting into But I will Um, Plainly speaking um, In the Old Testament There was only a handful of prophets who heard from the Lord And the test of the prophet was very great Um, If you said that the Lord God spoke um, something it better come true, Or there was a bunch of stones waiting for you And it was a test of a prophet um, But now The Holy Spirit Has come and given to men. Paul said I wish that All could prophesy it says In these last days It says in the next two or X 1, X 2 It says In these last days Your son and daughter This is what was broken by the prophet Joel Saying Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy You know Everybody has the ability To hear from the voice of the Lord Everyone Has the ability to hear the voice of the Lord You just may not recognize it when you hear it And that only comes by Constant practice. That sounds may sound funny, but it's true. Um, the things you put in you, the things that you're allowed to to fill your mind, or the things that are going to be in your mind. Um, and if you're constantly filling your mind with the Word of God, then it'll be easier to recognize His voice when He speaks to you. Because um, the Lord speaks to us all quite differently. Um, Some people he speaks in words Some people he speaks in scripture Some people get a um, slight impression Um, And you know in today's time there are those who have been called into the so called office of a prophet But then there's a great many who have the ability to prophesy Into people's lives But it should, all prophecies should point people to the Lord Jesus Christ And it should never be done with selfish ambition Or selfish gain Because you want to say, okay, well I'm a prophet And this says the Lord, I'm a prophet You need to listen to me, blah, 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 blah It should be in the spirit of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ And it's a fearful thing I can say to Speak on behalf of the Lord because you're speaking on behalf of the Lord, God That's an amazing honor That we have To even be called ambassadors to the Lord um, I'll give you an example A small example um, um, I work for a company called Dell Computers And um, Dell um has a major a main office in um Round Rock, Texas and they have another smaller office in Plano, Texas. And um I started working for Dell three years ago and they had a couple different contracts um that they support. One was for Citigroup. And so I spent my first two and a half years at Citigroup um working for Dell, um being a representative of Dell at the Citigroup campus. And um recently, um I went to a new contract, which is Tenant Healthcare, and it's a company, a health company that owns a bunch of hospitals, and um, an amazingly, at least, the, and I work at the corporate office in downtown Dallas, and it's an amazing company. Um, I don't really know much about the healthcare side of it, um, just the people who work in the corporate office. Um and for the most part, they're amazingly nice, more than I would expect. Um, when I was first offered the job, and it's like you're going to go work for the corporate office and the CEO and the CEO, the chief operating officer and the CEO, and all these people are going to be there, I was, like, freaking out. It's like, okay, I'm not sure this is exactly what I need to do. But it, surprisingly, it's amazing how nice people are. Um, anyway, back to the story, um, the chief operating officer is a – man by the name of Trevor Fetter, um, and everybody I've talked to who have been around him, um, talk about how amazing he is and how nice of it and how he actually is a good guy. Um, but me, the few times that I've seen him in person, um, I sort of cowered in fear because this is the CEO of the entire company. Um, And it's like one of those things This man walks into the room And people just like Snap to attention Because of the authority And the weight that he has upon him And So I was going somewhere with this story And I completely lost track of it Um, Okay And so There it was Um, There's this lady who works there named Wendy um, Who is the um, Director or of communications and so it's her job to take some of the stuff that Trevor says and put it into words and send it out to the company. And you know the honor and the the privilege and the weight of authority that's placed on her that when she says something she's speaking on behalf of Trevor. And it's it's an amazing thing because she'll put down in words something and it won't have her name on the on the end of it, it'll have his um, and we, in the same way, and just uh, on a much greater scale, when we represent the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, it's a great honor and authority to hear the voice of the Lord say something to us on behalf of other people, and to be able to go to them and say, "Thus says the Lord for their life." And I've had the honor prophesy over um, people in my life and it was always very scary um, because um, I take it with um, a great seriousness saying things and that would where I would have to say thus says the Lord Because if it's me talking and I'm just having a conversation with someone and it just happens something, I say something, and it's like, okay, where did that come from? And I know the Lord will give me words to say, but it's, and it's just the words come out and they're from the Lord and they bless people or uh, it's the word they needed to hear. And I'll have no idea why I said what I just said, but it comes from the Lord. Um, But it's completely different to say, okay, thus does the Lord God, this is what God is saying right now for you. And it's a serious thing And every one of you out there Who's listening to the sound of my voice Who've received him Who've received the gift of the Holy Spirit Have the ability To hear his voice But then there's some people Who will Take it And they'll use it for the wrong reasons And I'm going to get in a lot of trouble here Probably So I'm just going to say all this and let me say it and say it. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Um, I see great too many people walking around with titles that they've put upon themselves um, because they think it puts more authority or weight into their ministry When all the authority and all the weight in your ministry rests not upon the title you have, but the anointing that you carry, it's not about the title. It's about the authority that comes from the person who sent you. That's placed upon your life, and that's the mark of the ministry. It's the Holy Spirit, and you don't need to go around proclaiming that I'm this or I'm this or I'm this or I'm so great because I'm this or. Because it's not about that It's about Him Always and it always has been and always will be And the Lord God will not share His glory with anybody
2: Because it doesn't
1: belong to you It belongs to Him For every work that we accomplish on this earth We do it through Christ Jesus This is everything we do We should do as if we're doing it for Him The Bible says in Ephesians, it says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before him that we should walk in them. And it's always a partnership. It's always us and the Holy Spirit. If you read Acts, they consider the Holy Spirit the same as them. I remember one of the um, verses, it was Peter I think it was Peter who said And it seemed good After they prayed for something, And they said it seemed good to us And the Holy Spirit Because after they had talked And conversed among themselves And come into, came into agreement They went and sought the Holy Spirit And sought the voice of the Father And when Peter went out In front of the masses and said These men are not drunk as you suppose But this is that which is spoken of by the prophet Joel, and he preached this message that didn't come from something that he had prepared or something that he had been planning. And he wasn't trying to make an impression, and he wasn't trying to get a whole bunch of people saved, and he didn't know what was going on. He didn't know what words that were about to come out of his mouth. All he knew is that he felt something inside, and he had the leading and the calling of the Holy Spirit inside of him, and he had to preach the gospel. He had to speak out to these people and let the Holy Spirit work inside of him and work through him, and he hadn't even figured it out all the way yet. He just knew the power of God that was on his life at the moment. Paul said, woe is to me if I don't preach the gospel. I remember there's a song and a verse that talk about a fire burning on the inside of you. Burning in your bones that you have to preach the gospel. That you have to go out there and seek out those who are lost. And proclaim to them the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not look at me Here's what I can do for you It's like look at him Lift up your eyes And behold and see your salvation comes Behold and see The Lamb of God who was slain before The foundation of the world His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth And he came to set you free And he came to deliver you from your sins And now he is seated At the right hand of the Father God Where he constantly makes intercession for us. And all you need to do is come to him and accept him and believe him and trust him. Doesn't matter. It's not about you. Was that book, The Purpose Filled Life? Um, was a book I read a long time ago. And I don't remember any of the book really, except for the first page and the first line and the first sentence, which when I read it, I thought it was probably the greatest book I ever read outside of the Bible. And it said, the first sentence was, it's not about you. Because it's not. It's about Him. It's about the desires of His heart for the nations. It's about the desires of the Father's heart for those who are lost. Because heaven forbid that we miss an opportunity... To proclaim the love of God to someone Because we're too busy trying to show off Or trying to be impressive Or trying to proclaim that we're something When we're nothing Except for messengers of him And there's an entire world out there That is in lost And in pain and in despair And they need to know Jesus They need to know the truth of the gospel because there's far too many people out there proclaiming one thing or the other or coming up with some doctrine or some set of beliefs that they, some kind of litmus test that they try to form so that you can follow them and be part of their group this week. And then you'll have another group over here saying, well, you need to believe this, this, and this. You can be part of our group when there isn't supposed to be any groups to begin with. He is to gather together, all in one, into one body. You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. You know, I've um, been to many churches and many meetings in my lifetime since i come to know the Lord. And There's many people out there With a great anointing But when it comes down to it I never go to see the man Or the woman I go to see him I go to churches And meetings And worship services And Bible studies Not because I think There's some great thing That I'm going to be blessed with But because I'm hoping That I'm going to walk in And for even a second Get to be in the presence Of the King of Kings To be in His
2: presence
1: And that's all that matters To know Him And that's what the world is seeking It's not seeking More people to proclaim something So that you can follow them It's because we're following Him We're searching for Him We're seeking for Him we're looking for him, we're wanting him We're wanting Jesus Every one of us And our eyes should be on him And not on man And if you put your eyes on him Nothing's impossible Because he said the things that are poss- Impossible with man are possible with God And if your eyes are on him and not the world And not the doctrine or the world When you walk into the hospital room And you see someone in the hospital bed Who shouldn't be sick but they are. Then you can reach out your hands. And you can know with the love of God. Because Jesus looked upon the multitude. And had a compassion for them. And with the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can lay hands on the sick. And pray for them to be healed. And trust the Lord. Because you know his heart. And you know his character. That he is going to do everything he said he's going to do. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think And you're going to walk out to people on the street corner Or in the churches or in the clubs or wherever you're at And the Holy Spirit's going to quicken your heart And be like, you need to go talk to them And you're not going to have a fear, but you're going to have boldness because it says he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power love and of a sound mind. And you're going to walk up to them and proclaim the love of God to them because this might be the last day they have. And at that moment, you may be the one person that God is saying, who will go for us? Who will go to the nations proclaiming the word of God? Who will get in their prayer closet? And intercede on behalf of the nations Who will intercede on the behalf of Israel Who will intercede for the thousands and thousands of Christians In countries where they're not wanted And who are yet still there Not caring about their own lives But only caring for the lost Preaching the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ So you know There was um, A story I heard once About this underground church And During this church service If that's what you want to call it It's a bunch of people Worshiping the Lord In a country where they're not allowed to And it's punishable by death And During the service, some armed men broke into the service with his machine guns and put them all up against the walls. And they said, you can't do this, and you're going to die now unless you renounce this Jesus whom you claim you serve. And so they went down the row, asking people, giving them a chance. If you want to live, you need to renounce this Jesus, and you know some left. And then there was some who didn't. And when everybody who weren't as positive and convinced of their willingness to die for the gospel were still left, those men with armed guns put the guns down and said, okay, now we know that you're serious. Now we know we can trust you because you're willing to die for what you believe in. Because you know this life is but... A very, very brief vapor and then it's gone In the light of eternity It's just a passing of the wind The wind passes by and it's gone And this life is the same But in the, the course of the what right now seems like countless years But when we're in eternity we'll seem not even a blink of an eye We will have the ability to affect physically and spiritually every corner of this earth and every nation on the face of this planet and hundreds of thousands of millions of people who you may or may not ever come in contact with. If you're willing to trust Him and come to Him and you're willing to believe what He said. You see, it's not about us. About him and his desires for souls, his desires for the lost. And I would encourage you and exhort you and edify you and beg you and plead with you to spend time with him, to seek his face, to seek his voice. To get into your prayer closet or your car or wherever it else And put everything in this world behind you And come to the throne of the living God And sit before him and wait upon him And let him refresh you It says those who wait on the Lord Shall mount up with, with wings like eagles They shall run and not be weary They shall walk and not faint You know some of you are tired of serving and tired of Going about a day after day And there doesn't seem to be any breakthrough But your breakthrough doesn't exist Because you have to earn it Or you have to fight for it You have to struggle for it All you have to do is wait upon the Lord And trust in the Lord You know, I remember one of my mentors um, An amazing man of God Named Ron Evans um, Was Talking to me and a friend of mine once at um, Dinner Or lunch and he told us a story About this person he knew who was a Salesman just a kid Not a grown up not a pastor Not anything like that he was just a kid But he loved the Lord And He said This kid said Just a kid Who's trying to make sales and for anybody Who's been in the sales market you know, it's hard. It really is. Um, For like every 10 people you talk to, maybe one person will buy whatever it is you're selling. And so this kid said, you know what? I decided instead of talking to 10 people and waiting for the one, I was just going to trust the Lord for the one. And I was going to wait to hear his voice on the one and forget about going to 10. And then the kid said something that really Hurt me on the inside Not in a bad way but in a jealousy way And in I need to do that And I've got to have that And he said he decided that he wasn't going to watch the news anymore Because he figured If he spent enough time with the Lord And hearing his voice If the Lord wanted him to know something The Lord would tell him And that's what he did The honor that we have To spend time with him There was a preacher who once said, your greatest asset is your ability to spend time with Jesus. I wish I knew who it was, but I don't remember. Your greatest asset, the greatest gift that you have in your life right now, and your entire arsenal of gifts that you have to serve the Lord with and to reach out to the lost, the greatest one you have is your ability to sit at the feet of Jesus and say, I love you. That's it. I remember when I was a young kid in the Lord, I went to a um, church camp in um, Oklahoma for this fire-by-night church camp, and I was sitting in the front row, and I'm on fire for the Lord and everything, and some old man who I'd never met before, didn't know who he was, came up and he sat next to me, and he looked at me and he said, so you want to talk to people about the Lord? And he said, the first thing you need to do is talk to the Lord about people. If you want to lose the fear, if you want to lose all the timidness, if you want to go out there and be bold to proclaim the gospel, you don't have to go any further than the feet of Jesus to spend time with him, to look upon him, to trust in him. Then the things of this world will so grow vaguely dim In the light of his glory and grace Nothing else matters but him And when you get into his presence You start to see him as he is And you start to see his heart For the world and for the nations And then you take that compassion upon yourself And you go out and you change the world around you Not because you're going to get any kind of praise because any crowns that we get will throw at his feet and not because someone's going to say sooner or later that your name's great because the time will come in eternity where it's not going to matter what your name was. It's going to matter about his. And so spend your time here on the earth. Worshiping the Lord It doesn't matter how you feel It doesn't matter what you think It doesn't matter how your day was It doesn't matter if you're the greatest person Or if you're the worst person If you had a good day and you did some great things Or if you are a horrible person And you spent the whole day messing up and screwing up It really doesn't matter Because regardless of what you do It does not negate and it does not change the fact That he's the king of kings and the lord of lords And at every moment At every second At every breath that comes out of your mouth He is still Lord, and He deserves glory, honor, and praise, and worship. And it's all about Him. Because He's the one who died and rose from the dead. He's the one who saved us from our sins. He's the one who's calling out to the lost. Come to me. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord Shall be saved For he did not come To to condemn the world But that the world through him might be saved This is Prayer International Radio We're going to Go into a little bit of Worship now And We'll be back tomorrow um, At 10 o'clock. If you have any prayer requests, if you need prayer for anything whatsoever, then um, please email us at prayerinternational@gmail.com. at
0: Lord, we say how lovely is your dwelling place O Lord my